0: The Culture Guy podcast with your host, Christian The Culture Guy. In a Covidian, Coronavirus infested Black Lives Matter episode. Everybody, this is the Culture Guy podcast. This is the episode that is influenced, inspired, affected by what is going on in North America, what is going on around the world. So, first of all, we are experiencing the tail end. So we hope the tail end of the coronavirus pandemic. We're experiencing in the United States a new Flare up of anti racist movement, Black Lives Matter movement, social justice, equality, and equity movement, triggered by some untimely and unnecessary deaths by members of the U.S. society at the hands of police and at the hands of people who think they're the police and can do just what they want. I've dealt with this extensively on social media, and I do not want to make this episode a platform for further discussion about my views on this topic. I have a guest with me today that actually I sat down with several weeks ago when he came to visit the United States from Germany. He's a broadcast journalist from Munich. He is a German person of color. And he came to Atlanta on a radio broadcast journalist exchange program. I think that would be a correct term to use. And just recently, he has become one of the leading voices in German media on racism, anti-racism, on white fragility, on black identity, on the topic altogether. His name is Malcolm O'Hanway, and I sat down with him and what he's got to say is quite inspiring welcome malcolm we're sitting here in a biergarten a german restaurant in the heart of atlanta and with me here is malcolm ohanway and the name gives it away he is a bloody german right and the name is obviously german isn't it
1: yes <laughs> well I, I like the rhyme welcome malcolm uh yeah, what is German? You know, that, that is the question. Right. I don't know if there's German names. It's like saying a name is very American. So, Yeah, I'd say it's a, it's, a, it's a real proper German name.
0: I think so as well. So when you go to a government office or when you sign a lease for your apartment or whenever you are conducting business and a traditionalist in Germany recognizes your name... Do you get weird looks? Do you get weird questions about your name and what it is and how German or not German it is? Um,
1: I think what usually happens is like you have to spell your name a lot of the times on, on the phone. Like you know, you gotta give them the O, the O the like no, the age like this. Um, but in general, yeah, of course, sometimes people will be interested. Oh, that is an interesting name. Oh, that doesn't Where are you from? But. Um, it. I mean, honestly, cause as I'm young, I haven't really, like, signed that many leases and stuff, so <laughs> I'd be interested in figuring out how that's going to be in the future. I think also for, like, me being in Atlanta, a lot of the times I feel like, oh, so you're the guy from Germany, so sometimes people will be a little, like, confused. Like, I've had one person tell me, oh... I don't know what it is, but I hear a Caribbean or African accent. I'm like, I don't think I have a Caribbean <laughs> accent when I speak English. I think this is you and your brain connecting like my skin color with something. So yeah. So
0: your skin color, for those of you who haven't seen the show notes yet and haven't seen Malcolm's picture, your skin color is not what you would typically associate with that of German people. So your skin color is, how would you describe it? I mean, there's a lot of black Germans.
1: We have Boris Kacho. You could Google him. There's... Um, there's this girl in love and hip hop her name is Amina Butterfly she's black and german there's So would you a, say
0: you're black or are you I'm
1: black black isn't like the color of your skin black is your ancestry and right. your, how you identify you know so race is a social construct so I I, I felt it a little weird like if you like if you want to specifically like describe the tone of your skin yeah. like you could just google the, the person I'm probably it's going to be a picture attached to some shape, shape form of fashion oh, of or you could you know find my social media but um, actually, yeah, it seems like it's something that is so weird But then when you look at the, the German um, football uh, squad You know, we have Jerome Boateng So there is a lot of like Germans And they have been historically um, Who contributed so much to uh, German culture German identity. Like here in this various um, restaurant We listen to a singer called Joyden Alani she's a black german singer mm. who um, is really successful so
0: yeah, yes we're out here fr- fr- from the Freundeskreis yes they did a song
1: <laughs> together you know like our biggest singer say when I do he's brown he's black so we have a lot of people that uh,
0: obviously that are of I'm color I'm aware of that I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm just stirring the pot a little bit because the stereotypes of what is or is not German may be confusing for some people and German the face of Germany has been changing in the last 30-40 years and some people are coming to terms with it and unfortunately some aren't yet Um, i think i read an article not too long ago that the last survivor the last black survivor of nazi germany recently passed away and he had a very interesting story to tell of what it was like being black and born in germany in the 1930s right so there's always been blackness in germany it may have not been in the public awareness as much as it has. Evolved to this day now. So you, you are um, born in Germany. Where did you grow up, Malcolm? Uh, so I was born in uh, Munich. Um, uh, born in Munich. So yes. Bavarian, raised like me. Germany. Yes. <laughs> so he's he's a tribal brother of sorts. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> now your dad's yeah. from
1: Nigeria and your mom is from. My mother was born and raised in Germany, and her parents are from
0: Palestine. So a culture and ethnicity without a real country right so what was it then were your grandparents from a from israel from jordan they had a jordanian
1: passport but they are from the region of Palestine, from the west bank today so back back then it was controlled by jordan but it wasn't um, they weren't. They weren't real full citizens of Jordan. They had like some sort of weird ID card which said Jordan. My mother had sent it to me recently. I didn't really know. I didn't understand whether they were German or not because by the time I was born, my mother was a German citizen. Right. So and her mother tongue is German. She was born and raised, and she went to school in Germany. So um, I always knew I was Arab. So Arab was was a category that you could work with. Or, but I knew also I was Palestinian. But I remember when. The World Cup happened, the Football World Cup, in 2002. I must have been about like nine or something. Um, Saudi Arabia played, and I felt like this was my team, which I mm. had nothing to do with them, but I knew I was Arab somehow. Because they looked so.
0: like you, to a certain degree.
1: Not, no, not necessarily. No, I didn't identify what... Ha- they, they probably did look like me, because they have a lot of black folk there, but I didn't really identify as far as how they looked, because my mother, to me, has been a white woman, which is a weird concept, because most Americans wouldn't really deem Arabs, white, but she was like a whole white woman to me. So I never really felt like I looked like them, but I knew I had it in me. Mm. But I, I very much so felt black, and I didn't feel like black and Arab really went together. It's only later when I traveled there that I realized a lot of people look like me. But
0: there's was a, lot of, a lot of black Arabs. In yes, fact. yes, yes, yes. So growing up in Germany with with that mixed identity, so to say, or I'm 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 calling it that. You yep. may you may have a different experience, or yep. you will share that with 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 us in a second here but so you have you have a diverse background you have an african parent you have a parent from uh, with with family roots in in the levante in in eastern mediterranean and you grew up in in urban suburban munich how how did growing up as a can i can i say a third culture kid how how did that shape who you are and was that different from the kids you went to school with? Did you feel like you belonged or did you feel like you were somebody different? So the um, area that I
1: grew up in, everybody um, had what we call a migration background in Germany, which means almost everybody, but like in my, I recently looked at like some class photos and we were like, Nineteen kids, and two of them were Indigenous German, and everybody else was like <laughs> Indigenous German. <have> fun. <laughs> everybody had some sort of like, you know, different um, influences in their in their in their background. So to me, it seemed like this. I to me, it was very clear that like we live in a country where everybody has like different skin colors, different languages that they speak at home. It was the most natural thing in the world. And then later when I finished school, finished, even in university was normal. I started my job working as a broadcast journalist, and then I realized, this is weird, because when I walk around the street, I see everything under the sun, I see all the colors of the rainbow, and then I enter the offices of where I worked, and it was like Narnia, it was like snow, everything was white. (laughs) So that was really weird to me, because I was like, this is a different country. And then, through my job, I've been to East Germany, rural regions in, all kinds of West Germany and all kinds of different places in Germany and then I realized okay so there are people in this country who grew up and they have never even talked to a black person in their life yep. and that's what happened to me like a lot of my colleagues they were like they, they confessed to me like honestly the Only time I had talked to a black person was when I did charity work in Senegal. So you were like the first German-speaking black dude I've ever encountered. Which was so fucking weird to me because this was all I knew. Like, where I grew up, we
0: had everything. So does that mean that at at that point you realized that being a black German or a German person of color or whatever label you want to accept uh, made you, uh, you felt a responsibility for for your kin that you need to present yourself in a certain way did you feel a a different social obligation resulting from that or did you say well whatever I am who I am and take it or leave it I think what came from it is back
1: then I would just say like most people in the states do I'm Nigerian and Palestinian like because it was clear that we are from Germany that wasn't even like a thing everybody just said what was their background right? right and then later I started to politically claim german for me because just to make a statement like because people don't understand like when i say i'm nigerian palestinian it doesn't mean that i'm not german like when i was a kid it was clear because we all had like a little different flavor but we knew we spoke german so it wasn't like a thing but so this was something that happened and then i didn't feel like the necessity or the responsibility to you know represent black people in a certain way but to fight these fights and have these
0: conversations and so to, you pick germany for a reason because you say hey this is who we are as a country as a society the identity I, to yes. to really
1: claim it and to really yeah. t- make, take ownership of it because yep. Everything that happens politically, every decision that is made is also made for me, is also um, financed by me, it is also enabled by me. So I want to see myself um, in there. So that is why it is a political decision to make sure you claim German the way you do. Um, which there's no feeling. I don't feel connected. I don't care if Germany wins or loses in any Olympic anything. I don't have right. any sort of pride or national. Which Indigenous Germans, you don't ask for them to feel national pride. Like if somebody that is a white German says, "Oh, I don't really, I don't really care if they win," then it's like, "Oh, he's like a hippie German." But if I do it, oh my God, you're a traitor! You you don't you you haven't really picked our side. We're just like, no, I just don't care so if they win.
0: In your view, you're you're uh, the child of a certain generation, yep. so you're quite a bit younger than I am, and you grew up in a Germany that was already unified when you were born. So you. You didn't have to, or you didn't have the privilege, or the pleasure, or the burden of living through uh, the '80s and, and the divided Germany. Um, do you ever feel that what it means to be German for your generation is different than what it is for, let's say, your parents' generation?
1: Uh, yeah first of all I don't really work with like West German that's not a category like I know I'm West German but I don't really think about that and yep. then a lot of the times um, when people talk about like East and West German it feels really like okay this is y'all business like also like there's the day of German unity which I never feel any connection because it feels so like it's for indigenous Germans connecting with other indigenous Germans it's like where's the unity for like us we, so what does it mean for you to be German what is German for you well I don't know. I just am. Like, it's not something I choose. I just... I was just born here. That's the right. passport I was born with. So, it's not, it doesn't have a deeper meaning. I am okay, just German.
0: So, away from the meaning, what, 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 what would you describe as typical German characteristics that you also identify with?
1: Having a German passport? I don't really feel like there's... I don't really... I don't really like those categories. I, I don't... Mm-hmm. I think... Okay, hold up. I realize my german is. if we want to work in these, like, in this framework... I like to mix sparkling water with apple juice. I don't. That's really a thing that I gotta for do. Up yeah. to this was very important.
0: It is. I for like those of you, my, you haven't had it, it yeah, is it's
1: really important. I don't do really still what I do sparkling water because it's just what I know. Like I love my bike. I realized this is a thing for me when I came here. I was like, oh my goodness, Jolly Wally. Like I like to walk. So there's some things that made me realize. Okay, yeah, like this is so behaviors that are stereotypical yeah, germs things free. that things that i grew up with that were part of my socialization of right. my formative years that yeah, yeah, uh, official sure is a really great thing. So, yeah, that's where I realized I am German. Or like, and obviously, our education system is a little different from other countries. And like, also in academia, the way we write, we don't really use a lot of I and me and I saw this. Like, we try to be objective as objective as possible. So, and it's something I happen to like, like, or something that I'm just known or familiar with. Right. So there's some certain things I might be more familiar with because I come from from Germany, and it's, that's just how we do it, you know? So they're,
0: they're, the country's systems and structure have left a mark on you, they shape you to a certain degree, Absolutely. and, and that, that is what you would identify with national identity, so I yeah. like the fact that it's the passport. Um, when, I was, when I was younger, when I was in my teenage years, people, especially when I was in the United States, people asked me, so what are you? And my answer back then, and probably still is today, my answer is first and foremost, I'm Bavarian. That's the area of Germany, the state of Bavaria, the the state of Germany that I'm from. Secondly, I'm European. And oh yeah, by the way, I have a German passport. So my identity wasn't necessarily national. It was more regional and then continental. But that's my generation. I'm a Generation Xer. Is it different for your generation?
1: I don't really like the European, because European to me, like, a lot of people walk around with, like, these European Union pullovers and, like, oh, my God, EU. But it's, like, it evokes so much like white supremacists imagery like oh my god like Europe like the pinnacle of like uh, progressive s- social values like this is Europe we gotta stand for like freedom justice when Europe to me represents like oppression like it represents like um, abuse like I feel guilty I hate being European it's the it's some, some of the things that make me feel really bad and horrible that I am part of that I am a European or Western person because everything I do is built on the oppression of people still to this day like, like when you think about, like, we're so complacent, but, like, my iPhone is, like, built off of, like, a, a material that is in Congo, which little black kids have. Like, it's horrible being European. I don't even know why I would want to celebrate. I feel really guilty.
0: So, for you, I the label b- European doesn't no, carry a positive connotation. No, like I know
1: for some people it stands for, like, democracy, right. no more war, 70 years without. Yep. You know, I understand where they come from, but to me it's, like, if you're going to want to have something supranational, why not have it be the world? Why must it be Europe? And then, like, always this moral supremacy that comes with it. Like, a lot of the times people will then associate Europe with freedom, freedom of speech, women's rights, LGBTQ rights, and that's not something... Yeah, but that is not intrinsically European. Like, democracy in African villages, they've had democracy since the break of dawn, you know, people electing what people want. Like So, for Europeans to, like, trademark a TM oh freedom is a European value I find that highly problematic like I, I'd rather people understand like what like how much like guilt and um, responsibility comes with being European so this is so I don't really feel so, so, so good about it
0: view on national identity or values shared values uh, do you find it a a task for you as a broadcast journalist or for a um a man of color in germany do you do you find that as part of your purpose your 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 life's work to um change the the public perception of what national values, what cultural values can be.
1: I think it's a part of my work. Obviously, okay. you know, like I try to be as representative and be fact driven. Like I just want to be accurate. I want to portray the country that I live in the way it actually is. So when I walk around and I see fat, queer, black people, then they need to be in on German television, you know. And I think that that's really what it's about. Like to have the most accurate depiction of the country that we live in, and that. That is my job as a journalist to also look to the crevices where people don't really go and really, you know, highlight that. And then you asked me earlier about, you know, how my parents feel and how they view. So a lot of them, they haven't developed, like, the courage or the language to say, no, I don't, I'm not going to take this. Right. But they don't realize that most of the immigrants that came here, my, my mother, her parents were guest workers, they are responsible for even rebuilding the country. They have done so much. So it is their right to be angry and reclaim some of that. Yeah. Like, I feel like so many people... Who are indigenously German? They feel like out of nowhere they could claim, oh, that's we are the people? And I feel like people, my, my generation and my parents and their generation, they should have that ferocity as well. This is your country as well. You pay the same amount of taxes. You do the same labor. You do probably even harder labor. So you should make your um your what you need politically um visible. Like you should hold the parties accountable and make them vie for your vote and for your attention.
0: So. Respecting that view and also being familiar with the realities of today's Western societies in Germany being one of them. um, How do you, when when you'll be old and and when you hold your grandchildren in your lap and whatever you do when you're old with your grandchildren in your lap, um, how do you envision Germany, your, your home country, to be in terms of diversity, in terms of inclusiveness, in terms of cultural colorfulness. That is a tricky question, because Roman Sinti people, for example,
1: have been in Germany forever, and people will think well it 's just a matter of time and then it's, and, you know and then they, you know there's going to be so many of them it's, they 're going to be included, and they still face discrimination even after hundreds of years, and people still feel like oh you 're not really German when yeah. that 's what they know so it, it is a scary thought that that is actually possible, but when you look at the numbers in Germany. For the people that are like below ten or something, it's one in two people that is not of German descent. So it's it's it's, it's a change that is inevitable. Like the, the country will drastically change demographically. People will have different, multiple identities, and I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like if there's more ferocious and cool and loud people taking a stance, I think I think there's going to be a lot of progress that's going to be made, and I hope that certain names won't be special or weird right. anymore but we I can't really know and then honestly the how, african how would, in me how, how
0: would you wish it to be since i don't we know can't see because the, the
1: pan african in me is like i might not even want to stay there like i might just be rich Go be a upper class privileged Nigerian. Go to Lagos because it's a much better city, culturally much more interesting. Have them speak German so they could also be of the upper caste class so n- Nigerian. Cla-
0: classes Nigerian. Yeah,
1: yeah probably. <laughs> probably they're gonna be like privileged Nigerians or <laughs> Palestinians or global <laughs> citizens and just like you know having like nice big colonial buildings and employing lots of locals there. I don't. know. I I, I could see that probably, right. which is problematic in itself, but i feel like it's my people it's 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 where my father is from and then that's this tribal lineage thing it does come back mm. like it did get me like i thought oh i don't really care but it gets you like you feel like watching black panther and stuff you're like i need to go back to i need to go to nigeria i to need the to motherland. go back to wakanda i feel like i do i feel like i do i feel like with all this knowledge and wisdom that i have like you can take you couldn't use the lemon that is germany and make a lemonade out of it but you could go back and bring it back to your people all right and i do feel a very strong like when you said i'm bavarian first i am black first like i have a very strong black identity yeah. so i think probably we're gonna be we're not even gonna be on that side of the continent no
0: more i don't know and how would you feel if i claimed you to be a black bavarian
1: oh no, that's fine that's who i am yeah good it's just that most munich people
0: don't have a strong bavarian identity so but i am yeah i'm probably
1: bavarian so
0: <laughs> malcolm where do people find your work i mean we'll we'll share your, yep. your social links yep, but yep. What, what's the one that you want people to on look instagram at
1: malcolm music so m a l c o l m music and then on twitter malcolm ohanwe all right and yeah
0: those are the two main ones actually and we'll we'll, we'll lead them to some of your Programming work you do for the public yes. broadcasting system for those of you who are capable of understanding German TV and radio. Make sure you, you check you, it out. You'll enjoy that. But uh, I've done work for, I've done work in English too. So yes, Google. you have. And your English <laughs> doesn't doesn't have the same German accent that many Germans have. So good for you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Right back to you, Malcolm. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. danke um, we We'll we'll. We'll continue this a couple of years from now with your grandchildren. <laughs> Malcolm Ohanway, the black voice of the German equality, diversity, and inclusion movement. Perhaps I'm saying this with a question mark. One voice. Uh, one voice for sure and please go to the show notes we um we collected a few articles and and media features that malcolm had produced in the last couple of days um, simply because of the ongoing protests in north america and in europe Um, racism and racist inequality is not only a systemic issue in the united states it is so in many many other countries around the world and interestingly malcolm took a stance and continues to take a stance. so um, check out his socials where he posts his work Um, i'll I'll post some more links where you can find some of the interesting thought provoking pieces he put together and let's continue that dialogue i want to hear from you are you A person of color who has a story to tell about the inequality in the society that you live in? Let's have that conversation. Um, Are you a white person who is becoming more and more aware of your privilege and the inequality that your skin color allows you or allows the system to perpetuate? Let's have a conversation around that as well this is a fascinating time to live in it is an overdue time if you ask me to finally set the record straight at least that's my hope so none of that will happen unless we face it um, it might be painful for some however if we don't face it we won't be able to change it so ready for the dialogue um, ready for your feedback check out Malcolm's socials check out his work online and with that the culture guys out